Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Hump Day edition of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. We gotta be the only show still celebrating Hump Day. Oh, I'm sure of it. Not a lot of people mention that anymore. Well, I don't think they use the hump word, the humpty hump, but I think people are happy when it's Wednesday. I think they're happy after Wednesday. Thursday, I argue, is a better work day than Friday. Okay. I have a better feeling on a Thursday than I have on a Friday at work. Yeah, it's like when I turned 29, that was harder for me than turning 30. Okay, I think that's the opposite of what I'm saying, but that's fine. No, you're saying Thursday is better than Friday. Thursday is better than Friday. You're right, it is the opposite. But that's okay. We don't have to gel, you and me. Yeah, no. I, you know, listen. What's your favorite work day of the week? Is it Friday? Mine is Thursday. Mine is Thursday. I dig a Friday. I feel like Friday is confused. It does. It's like we're a work day, but we're also part of the weekend, mm. and it feels so. It, I just don't like the we're, we we're straddling the fence. Thursday, you have a lot of the week behind you. Mm. You feel productive. You did the things. You know tomorrow is Friday, and so you're getting on the water slide into the weekend. Oh sure. And Thursday's great. It's my favorite work day of the week. I didn't know we were going to do such a deep dive. I just want to get to know you guys. Um, we make you better. What? Nothing. What a weird show this is. Why did they why did they in the first place? You know, remember, I was Donna's at le- at, at best third choice. That is true. That is absolutely true. She's on the record as saying she had at least two other people that she suggested. Not because I don't like you. I was just looking at who I would gel best with. And I didn't think it would be you. <laughs> I did not get what I asked for. It was two other lady people. Were you the bottle of green VO5, Steve? I think so. <laughs> That's how I'm starting to feel. The gel? It took a little, uh, took a little while. But you know what? what? Sometimes you got to listen to the powers that be. They might know something that you don't or hear something that you can't hear. You know, no one else would have gone as hard at you as I have gone. You know, asking the questions, trying to figure you out, calling mm, you out on true. things. And that's then in, in return, you have done the same for me. You don't Thank let you. anything. Don't okay. You don't yeah, let anything slide. You're not intimidated by your goody two shoes. Goody two shtick. shoes. <laughs> your your stick. Oh, yeah. I thought you just said the S word. No, I, well I did, but it had a C. Oh my, you scared me. And a K me. and a mm-hmm, different right. one. It's different a different one. Word. There are all sorts of S words. Anyway, do we know anything about this submersible? Well, missing... uh, they they haven't been they haven't been found yet. Um, one of the the things that sort of uh, has come out that has given some people some hope as the amount of available oxygen on this Titanic submersible that is called Titan um, that went unresponsive. They lost communication shortly after it started its descent to see the remains of the Titanic. Yesterday, I guess they were hearing in 30 minute 
intervals, like a, a banging sound in 30 minute intervals. And this, this happened time and time again. And they say that the fact that it happened that way gives hope that that would be an intentional sound from a human on board. Sure. Knowing how do we, there's so much noise in the ocean. This gives me so much stress. How do we uh, communicate to the outside and get their attention? So they were able to detect that noise. However, getting beyond that and finding it and tracking it, that has not been successful to this point. And so the biggest concern is just how much time and, mm-hmm. and what is the, what is, what's the state of the people on board? I mean, I heard yesterday that everybody's doing a deep dive into what this vessel is. What is it like if you're in there? One of the things that I read was that it is, and this actually, this made me feel claustrophobic and just like so anxious for these people, that it's sealed from the outside. So to make it water safe, it's sealed from with bolts from the outside, meaning... If it did get back up to the surface, that's only half the battle. It right. needs to be found and opened before the oxygen, but they can't open it. Right. You know? It has to be opened by other people. Oh, geez. It's, it's just, just so it, scary. it's so stressful just thinking about the terror yeah. that they must be feeling. That is. And just oof. that. What's the word I'm looking for? You know, when you go in an MRI and you feel claustrophobic. Right. Like that. Yeah. You know, it's yes. a small, ugh, I just. Yeah, like they're sitting, I, I, there I mean, aren't listen. like chairs, you know, it's a, it's a really, it's not meant for an extended time down there, Right. You know. Miracles have happened before. Absolutely. You know, I, I think about the, the, the Chilean, um, yes. the miners I'm thinking of. Okay. And then the soccer, t- the soccer team. Yeah, it was like they were that that's that diving expedition. I'm yes. thinking of this in this moment. But remember, they there was this very, very uh, specific and daring rescue effort, and they right. had to go in and get like a scuba tank on each of these kids, and then have them swim, swim to this underwater. very thin Narrow. area. Oh yeah. dear lord! But the, miracles have happened. Yes, so, absolutely. I think if everybody just puts out like really good energy, maybe something fabulous will come of this. They say uh, the three the three scenarios that they're working through right now are, are, are these three, which you probably already know, but just to reset, that the Titan is floating on the ocean surface after suffering a communication outage. That's the best case scenario. Right. Uh, option two would be that it got tangled in the Titanic wreckage. Which is bad. Which would be really bad. Um, or it suffered a disastrous hull breach, which would be the, the worst case scenario, which would, I think, have water in there and not be good. Oh, my God. Um, so, anyway. Uh, so, we don't know anything, really, other than that. Right. And uh, we'll keep an eye on the story. Oh, geez, yeah. Throughout it gives the you, show. It makes you anxious, just obviously for the people, for the families. You, you do start to just feel claustrophobic. The more you read about these things, you're just like, oh, Lord, I just can't imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, when we come back, um, something a little lighter, uh, some local entertainment type news. I'll tell you what, uh, there was an effort to bring the World's Fair to Bloomington. I'll tell you where we are on that. And I'll tell you who's coming to do three shows in Minnesota in September for the first time in, I think, four or five years. Oh, wow. So I'll go to that show. I think I will, too. Fun. We'll tell you who it is when we come right back on my talk 1071. 
guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm -hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my many questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you. Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by TRIA. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit TRIA.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by TRIA. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Donut and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Don't forget, coming up at 1130 today, we're going to play a little Whose Voice Is It Anyway? That's a fun game. It's hard, but it's fun. It is fun. It's where we will play uh, celebrity voices out of context. We won't know who is about to speak. We'll be given a generic hint. And then Donna and I named that tune style. We bid against each other. Yeah. So we stole the the name was inspired by whose line is it anyway? Correct. The rules inspired by name that tune. Isn't that fun? We almost named it name that voice. We did, but that sounded stupid. not as fun. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> or stupid. Anyway, got a little Minnesota news here. Okay. So Minnesota was trying to bring the World's Fair to Bloomington. And members of the Bureau International de Exposiciones. Okay. <laughs> we'll put that under the microscope later. Continue. Cast their votes for their preferred finalists on uh, this morning with the United States, i.e. Bloomington, knocked out in the third round of voting. Oh, crap. Serbia and Spain are now the two finalists. It was a vote of 81 to 70. Um, Belgrade, Serbia was selected as the winner. Um, but you know, we've had people really rallying to get the world fair here, but, and it would have been cool because what they would have done was created this expo experience Mm. when, um, like in the area, it's a vacant land near the mall of America would have been turned into a new urban neighborhood featuring, an international conference center, sports facilities, wellness facilities, a global innovation district, entertainment, an elevated park, new bicycle routes, housing. Hmm. This would have been really cool. Who would have paid for that? Uh, probably us. All Pe- right. People. Yeah. <laughs> Not like the, ex- the, the, the World's Fair doesn't come in, like there's a Mr. Monopoly who works there and it's like, all right, fine, and now we'll finance it. I am not sure. That you would have paid for it, probably. That's what I was thinking. Anyway, it would have been a 93-day summer event, and the whole thing was like for bolstering trade relationships and tackling global challenges. They were looking at 14 million visitors. Oh. So that would have been really cool. May I ask a question? Uh, Is it a follow-up question? Kind of. I know they're frowned upon. Okay. Would it have become... After the World's Fair, a kind of like what happens to these Olympic sites, where it's like, well, we don't know what to do here now. 
the 14 million people aren't here anymore. And then these giant buildings, expensive buildings, sort of become purposeless after the initial ahu uh, and the ra come through. Mm, great you know? question. You ever we looked at some of these old Olympic towns? Some of these old mm. Olympic host cities, it's like, what do you do with that now? Because you, we had our eight days of ice skating or eight days of track and field. Now what are you doing with it? I'm just asking Low income my... housing? I don't know. I also, <laughs> I don't okay, know. that's I don't know. You're just grasping straws now. But also, like, is the World's Fair still going on? That's the bigger that's, shock to me. That is a great question. Walt Disney used to go to the World's Fair and debut attractions. I believe it was at the World's Fair that Walt Disney debuted. I think you're right. The Carousel of Progress. You, I think you're right. The ice cream cone made its debut at the St. Louis or Chicago World's Fair. This is essentially the World's Fair. What this expo is, it's the same thing. One and the same. Right. Yeah, so this is the World's Fair. We lost out on the World's Fair. Well, the building looks kind of cool, the images that I saw. Oh, okay. so cool. I mean, maybe we can still rally to, you know. It's, it's supposed to be like, it's supposed to exhibit like the accomplishments of nations. Mm. So an exhibition. Yeah, I think you guys should rent a tent and go set it up in that uh, vacant space in Bloomington. What if they said to you, Donna, we need you to set up these exhibitions that exemplify these different cultures and countries. I'd be like, um, that's yeah. probably how you'd get canceled. <laughs> be like, Show us booth number one. Oh my gosh. I'm not very worldly, so that would be something that I would enjoy as a visitor to learn. I've been trying to push you into more international travel. I know, I know. YOLO. You'll have fun, Donna. I'll do it someday. You should go to like Fiji or Bora Bora, you know, where you can rent those little huts. French Polynesia. And then you're right Mm. out in the middle of the ocean. I mean, that's, oh gosh, I want to be at an ocean. Mm -hmm. I have a friend in Indonesia. Okay, well, there you go. All right. All right, maybe I'll do it. Who's your Indonesian friend? Don't you worry I about bet, yeah. it. She won't. She can't, there's not a chance she can pronounce this person's name. It's cool. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. He's American. Uh, all right. He just happens to live there. Anyway, I digress. Uh, also, Minneapolis was recognized as a top 10 city for burgers in a recent ranking. Whoa. That's interesting. Yummy. Uh, let's see here. So the ranking, which was by uh, Home Bay. Home Bay. We came in eighth. So that makes us top 10. We're number eight. We're, We're number eight. eight. We're, We're number eight. eight. Yeah. <laughs> they also mention our uh, famous Juicy Lucy burgers. Yes. Gave shout outs to, um, what? I'm not familiar with this barbecue place. Animales? Oh, yeah. Animales Barbecue. Yeah, they're, they're I've never been, but I know they're doing labs. legit stuff. 
Okay. Oh, I want to go to there. Logan's Burgers and Chicken on East Lake Street also. They also looked at economic factors like cost of ingredients and how much on average or, or how much of an average annual income is uh, required to buy a McDonald's value meal. That was a weird part of this study. I, when I read this, this yesterday, so I was like, this is making my head hurt. Yeah. Now. Like, what's that have to do with anything? Anyway, there you go. Uh, who's the comedian that's coming? Oh, thank you for asking. His name is Jerry Seinfeld. Jerome! Yes, he's coming in September. What's he's he going to do? The State Theater? Uh, great maybe question. The, maybe the Ordway? He will be... Uh, State Theater. I'm seeing Orpheum. Yep, you're right, because you can purchase your tickets in person at the State Theater box office. Well, that's confusing, my friends. Yes, it is. And then you can go see it I've seen him before a couple times. <clears throat> Solid show, everything you'd expect. But I'm wondering if this is one of those shows that Jim Gaffigan is also on the ticket. It would have said that, I would assume. I would think so. Because, because just a solo headliner. Dang. Because he, they're he going on tour together. You know, when I saw him, it was Tom Papa. Oh, yeah, yes. Who is hysterical, really, really good. And I saw him on campus. I think I saw him at the Northrop, if I'm not mistaken. But it was one of those late shows because mm. oh. we couldn't get tickets to the earlier one. And I was like, oh, God, this is so hard to keep my eyes open. Second one's going to start at 930. <laughs> yeah, what's the deal with late comedy shows? Ah. Yeah, that's a problem. His album... His comedy album, uh, I'm telling you for the last time, I heard when I was uh, 13, 14, and it was, we had it on CD, it was the hardest I had ever laughed. I couldn't believe how many relatable, funny things little 14-year-old Stevie Boy was hearing about Halloween, about milk, all of these just like... Was it the cotton one, too? Cotton in the bottle? No? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Also, a big bit on... uh, Horses in trailers on highways. I mean, I, I it was about the funniest punchline I could have ever heard. Oh, so good. Yeah, so. That's cool. Hey, maybe we'll all go. Maybe. Maybe we'll go separately. We got to leave room for that. All right. Right? <laughs> no, well, I, I get it. I That's get fun. the gist. All right. We'll be uh, back momentarily with some more entertainment news. Oh, yeah. If uh, you might notice your super white friends might... Start being less super white. I'll explain and tell you why. Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Donna, I was talking to the listener on this one. Thank you very much. Uh, Hi, I want to tell you about my friends over at Gen S and Dinner Theaters and all the fun things that they have going on right now. How about the main stage? Jersey Boys, baby. It's on the main stage. The Broadway sensation has made its way right to our backyard. So why don't you plan a night out? dinner and a show. It's great. This is the story of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. The the songs, the stories behind them, their journey. It's all really cool. I uh, think, oh, what a night, Sherry. Big girls don't cry. Stay. Can't take my eyes off of you. You're going to be singing along the whole way through. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. On top of that, they do have more things going on. It's Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, plural, for a reason. Now, how about the fireside? Yeah, happening over there. Well, we've got tributes to Garth Brooks, Gladys Knight, Billy and Elton, Lou Rawls, and a bunch more. Uh, theaters, plural. Oh, how about Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret? Friday and Saturday nights, they dish out comedy. All of your tickets can be purchased at ChanhassenDT.com. Hey, good morning. We are back. 
on my talk 1071 everything entertainment it's donna and steve hey holly's here too i have an insatiable hunger right now it's tough for me to focus on this thing because you worked out so hard do you need a snickers oh hungry yeah (laughs) why wait Hmm. um thanks for bringing up my workout donna yeah Okay, great. Exercise this morning. It was a good time. I did. Uh, How early? Um, like in the six o'clock hour. Wow. Well, I, yeah, you know, I'm trying to figure out. I, we go through spurts of this. So then I woke up at like five forty, and then went down, prep for the radio show. You know, the question is, do you do that first, or just run out the door and work out first, and then do work? So I was, I'll be tinkering with this, but we've landed on. The least invasive time for me to work out, particularly during a busy season with our family of rehearsals and drop-offs and all that, it's least invasive to the family schedule if I do it in the morning. It is least preferable in terms of just my energy level, because then you got to wake up early and sweat. But once you're up. Once you're up, then you feel good. And you get good. there, yeah. You feel good, and when you drive in there... You could you could drive into the place and it could be five thirty and there will be people leaving the gym so there are always people grinding a little harder. But Don, I almost died this morning. Oh yeah. I don't mean to you know over dramatize this, but I'd taken a big sip of water, and Pappy was breathing heavy. You know I was. <sighs> so then I go lean over to the fountain, get my water. Forgot my Stanley travel mug, so I wasn't walking around with that giant barbell in my hand the whole time. That thing's heavy. I just say hydrate. I just kept having to go back and forth to the fountain oh, like a that. yo-yo. I was fountain yeah, guy. I'm like always that. fountain guy. And fountain guy, what Pappy does, pro tip, is I always drink from the little kids one, like the smaller. There are two fountains side by side, and I drink from the smaller one because I feel like less people drink from that. Hmm. So you just have to deal with less of Why don't you go grind. to the one that the um, you put your... Your bottle under? And just just stick your mouth. head under there and just like, <laughs> Well, that would get me hydrated quickly, although we found out this morning I couldn't even handle a water fountain. I drink from the water fountain, and then Stevie Boy swallows once, but then I still had more water pooled in my mouth, okay? So now there's just like a, a little, little waiting area. And then I'm still inhaling pretty heavily. I inhale water accidentally, goes right into my windpipe, Donna. And you know when you choke on water or your own spit, there are varying levels of you know what it's going to take for you to recover. Yeah, and you don't want anyone bothering you. Are you okay? Are you That's okay? Exactly right. Yeah, you're like, just don't look at me. Don't don't look at me. Ah! Don't talk to me. Don't try to help me. I sucked this in so aggressively because of the, the power of the inhale that immediately I had to get this water out of my mouth. Luckily, mm. there was a garbage can that was right next to me, which I then have to just go over to as though I'm throwing up and spit a mouthful of water into mm. the garbage can. Had that garbage can not been there, I know exactly what would have happened, and it would have been very difficult for me to it recover. It happens to me a lot. I would have had a mouthful of water, and you know, if you if you don't have, you know you got to spit it out, you gotta, you're going to cough it out. I would have tried to hold the cough in, and it would have been like a... Yeah. And it would have sprayed everywhere like Shamu at SeaWorld. There would have been made of the mist around me. That would have been very embarrassing. Instead, I spit it in the garbage can. Already embarrassing. Leave Shamu out of this. Shamu's dead. Then I had to go. went dark. I, (laughs) I had to go to the ground. And cough it out. And I had to cough hard. And How by the time I stood there up, my eyes are bloodshot. 
I know how I look. How many people were around? I, uh, there were, uh, I don't know, a couple hundred people at the gym. Really? I, I don't think they that were early? all gathered around me. It was a, it was a lot of people. Well, everyone's got earplugs in. Not earplugs. What do you call those things? Buds. Yeah, those yeah. things. Earbuds, AirPods, <laughs> headphones, whatever. Sure. All right. I'm anyway. so sorry. Thank you for your vulnerability in telling this compelling story. It's hot outside. Stay hydrated, Steve, okay? That's don't forget your Stanley. Get that uh, big Tony yeah. or whatever. Stanley. Stanley. Whatever. Don't call him Tony, Donna. Oh, my gosh. You should totally call it Big Tony. That's great. <laughs> this is my Stanley your, Big Tony. Yeah, where's your Big Tony, Steve? <laughs> oh. All right. Well, thank you. Glad to have you here. Okay. Now you're just going through cliches. <laughs> I just, what's going on? Um, you're about to notice, especially... For some of you fair-skinned people like me, the whitest of the whites. Mm, Me too. I'm very white. They think that there may be a new Bronze Age coming for us, the fake tan rearing its fill-in-the-blank head again, and maybe because of Barbie. Oh, wow. That's funny. Uh, Apparently, they've seen... Now, this is sunless tanning. This This is not a tanning bed resurgence. This is sunless tanning. Uh, there's a headline in uh, the, on The Guardian saying that fear of sun damage has seen sales of new products soar. But the good thing is, so like these things that you rub on your body and all that, the new technology and the way that sunless tanning has advanced over the years, uh, this won't be the kind of tanning where you had to make sure that you washed your hands right away or careful around your ankles and all that because of how it could kind of stain your skin and go uber dark on Spots that were thinner skin, like your neck, your face. You could have Oompa Loompa face is what they call it. Technology has advanced. Ryan Gosling in the new Barbie movie will be sporting a very tan tan. His is meant to look a little orange, a little whoa. Over the top. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's for Ken in Barbie. But they think that people just watching this movie and seeing enough tanned people who generally when you're tan, you look a little more contoured. You can highlight places you feel good about. It makes the places you don't feel great about look a little better. Mm. Um, and so they, they expect it to happen. But I guess they have like these these drops now that you can just add to your moisturizer. Oh. And then you can you can tan slowly but surely that way, the gradual tan. I like that. I, I'm always afraid that my sheets are going to get stained. I've never done this before, ever in my life. I'll get you a bottle of Jergens. That I've done. That I've done. That, But that smells funky. I kind of feel like it smells like vacation. Because maybe I... it reminds me of prepping for vacation. Oh, maybe. I did that before a CMA Awards once. Oh, yeah? And it, and it's like a gradual yeah. over time. But the smell was just not pleasant. It doesn't smell like copper tone. I've been gradually tanning. I'm here to just say oh, I've you. been doing Jergens, Jergens okay. um, which means I've been applying it on my trunks or my legs, on my upper torso, your gams, and my uh, and my, my my arms. Although I only apply it on my arms, sleeve up, because I already have the farmer's tan. I have the uh, I wear a shirt outside tan. You're trying to blend. I'm trying to blend. So then I do. It's kind of like balayage on my arm right now. I'm just mm. trying to get like a soft blend happening. But the funny thing is. Lou's never in the bathroom when I'm putting this on. And so for every seven times that I do the front of my body, one time I'll be like, oh, hey, while you're here, can you rub this uh, tanner on my back? She's like, what are you prepping for? 
What, 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 That's my question. What are you prepping what for, are you, Steve? Got a photo shoot? What's no, uh-huh. no. But you know, here's I would like to swim at the pool at at the gym, and I want us to like go and use the the pool more. And when I'm at the pool, I would feel better if I was a little less stark white. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And a little, just just a little, a soft tan does a lot in just basic contouring. Sure. You know I get it. Saying? It could cover up some cellulite. Hey, you you got to live the rash guard life. Just cover it up totally. I. You will never see me in a pair of shorts. Now tell me why. Just I don't feel comfortable in them. I'm white. Shorts in general. You're talking about out and about. Yeah. Shorts. Donna, Donna's, Donna's going to the big box store. You're never going to wear a pair of shorts. Never, ever. What about patio night out with the girls? Never. Mm-mm. Wow. Nope. nope. What if Those had- days are... are Behind me. What if you had tan legs? What if your legs were like fresh off a spray tan? I don't think so. No. Hmm. I'm a lady of a certain age and I choose to always be in pants Donna, or something long. What if it's like 95 degrees out and it doesn't humid? matter. Have mm-hmm. you embraced moo-moos? I highly suggest that. Yes, oh, yeah, you can I, do yes. I can do a moo-moo, but it has to be past my knees. Yeah, well, that, that, that is right. Oh, yeah. Moo-moos yeah. go to the ground, right? Uh, that's right. Oh, yeah, those are that um, I can do. A moo-moo is what ladies in my neighborhood growing up, they would. it was like if they were sitting out on their back porch, moo-moo. Oh. Mailbox, moo-moo. Oh, we are in moo-moo season. Oh, can't moo-moo's wait to put my probably moo-moo. feel really airy and, and, and light. Oh, yeah, I'm going to put my moo-moo on after work today. It's I can't be believe how much airflow you all must feel, you ladies. I have to look up with these Moo-moo. dresses and skirts. Like that's so crazy Moo-moo. to me. Moo moo. Okay, I'm looking up moo moo. Show me your moo. I bet you there are chic moo moos that you can get because there are Springdale, Pennsylvania moo moos that I'm talking about, and then I bet there are like Beverly Hills moo moos. Yeah, well, you're right Moo-moos. because I'm seeing stuff that's short. I'm seeing things that are oh moo moo. It's the name of a company. Never mind. I would like. I bet Team U has some great moo-moos. Oh, I'm looking at some moo-moos. These are nice moo-moos. Yes. Now, there is a very old lady moo-moo. And forgive me, by old, I mean 150, so that I don't offend anyone. <laughs> but um, then there are some other, like, uh, younger lady moo-moos. Can I see yours? You want me to show you my moo I would like to see what you're looking at so <laughs> I can describe this for our audience. This came up. This is one of the moo Okay, so um, very flowy, no waist, kind it's of like wearing below your knees. A bed sheet with a hole in it or something. It's oh. like a house coat. Now, that's a lady, that's a, that's a, a lady of a certain age in the moo there. That's the moo that I think of. Yeah, yeah. You know, you knock on the door, you're you're sure. a paper boy, you're collecting. Yeah, everything. that's not for going out. That's for hanging out. But look, this lady is wearing pearls. She's got a full face of makeup and a really stiff smile. So, Mumu, are we thinking Mrs. Roper? Yep. Okay. I, yeah, I feel like that 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 would come to mind. I, I maybe I'm putting her in a Mumu. Okay, love those. Hmm. No shorts ever again. This comes from Gail. No, not going to happen. I think Moo Moo, yes, I'm seeing Mrs. Roper right now. Long, flowy. Yeah, love it. Love it. Love. So do you think you own a Moo Moo? I think so. Would you be willing to wear a Moo Moo into work? Nope. I'm going to wear my Moo Moo tomorrow. Really? Yeah. It's Moo Moo Thursday. Yeah. I'll think about it. All right. I don't know if I have an appropriate Moo Moo for the office. (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't have a business casual you know, movement? I just started like just dressing down around here. Nobody's ever here. Right. Right? Like there's like eight people you that I run I into do? every day. I'm like, why am I even worried about what I'm putting on? Someday I want to try to wear shorts. I've never worn shorts to work. Ever. Really? But there are name names nameless. We'll leave them nameless. There are shorts people here. Oh yeah. Who do shorts. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There are some people who will probably do short shorts. I've seen short shorts at the office before. Maybe not this office. On ladies? On um, yes, on lady people. I mm-hmm. think there have been some conversations that have had to be had in another part of the building about the shortness of said really? short shorts years ago. But that's what, that's what I have been told. Well, well, we have to go now. Bye. All right. See everybody. No, we'll come back. No, we'll come back. We'll come back. Um, this concludes fashion talk. Let's see here. Oh, I'll tell you what happened. See something, say something is next. Say what happened to a Netflix crew. They were out shooting Our Planet season two, mm. and they got up close and personal. In the ocean. We'll tell you the scary moment that occurred. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo. Oh, busy week, huh? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just for me, I mean. Most weeks feel busy. Yeah. I don't approach a lot of weeks and look at a calendar and say, well, look at this. You know what I do? I go, oh, I forgot about that. Ah, I forgot about that. Oh, no. That, too. I wonder if there's a good virtual assistant out there for me. Artificial intelligence. Why don't you just hire an assistant? I I, Let me let's check out the virtual thing. Remember, I used to talk early when I first joined uh, this radio show. And I would talk about I was going here and then I go right over to Twin Cities Live. And I was there were shoots and things that needed to be timed and all this kind of stuff. And there was a listener back in the day who was a virtual assistant as a, not an artificial intelligence, but oh, I remote, see. I could just do it for you. And she solicited her goods multiple times. Like, let me help you. I can help you. Here's my rate. I can help you. And then I just never, I never took her up on that. But yeah, sometimes it feels good. I, I know where I'm weak and I'm weak organizationally. Mm. And so if I had someone who was, Strong organizationally, keeping point just point me in the right direction. Point me in the right direction. Hmm. Maybe there's a robot for me. All right, I'm. I wish you the best of luck Thank with that, you, Donna. You are so welcome. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for if you see something, say something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Well, there was a Netflix crew that got attacked by sharks. What do you mean? There's a crew filming the Netflix nature documentary, Our Planet 2. They were in inflatable boats tracking a Laysan albatross chick off the coast of Hawaii. So meaning like cameras up, not cameras underwater, right? We're looking, we're tracking the, the albatross. Suddenly, two tiger sharks came at them. A crew member said it was, quote, like something out of Jaws. One of the sharks bit into one of the boats, and it exploded. Donna, these are inflatable boats. Oh, no. Shark tooth meets inflatable boat. Pop goes the weasel. 
Baby shark, do 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 do. We were just jamming to that last night. Oh Ooh. my gosh, what? Luckily, no, I don't like this story. The boats were not too far from land, and they were able to get out of the water safely. There was another crew member who said, "Quote: The sharks were incredibly hungry." So there might not have been enough natural food, and they were just trying anything they came across in the water. Isn't it just like someone who does a nature documentary to defend the, 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 sharks, the sharks? That's yeah. nice. They're like, hey, wait, all right, maybe they thought... But I they... don't think it's their nature to just attack human beings yeah, or have a taste for plastic. Oh, right. Yeah. They're probably like, oh, what's this? Let me try it. Yeah, right. You know? Like whales. Whales are... Oh, I love whales. Oh, just, I, I love I, whale. I love whale. <laughs> I love whale Whales, too. And they show off. They're so cute. But whale also scary. Very large. Whale is intimidating, awe-inspiring. Mm. Uh, remember when it swallowed the two kayakers? It didn't swallow, but they went into the whale's mouth recently. I don't know, within the last year, and then. Spit them out. They came out, but they were at for a moment. I do not remember this inside of a whale's mouth. Two up close and. Uh, kayakers, and it, there's a video. Oh, uh, do, I, do you want us to watch the video? No, we can no, watch you watch no. the video. Donna, Mm-mm. come on, watch a I've video of whales video, eating people. I have people. seen videos where a whale is coming right next to a kayaker, and the kayaker is just trying to stay as calm as possible because one false move, and you're in that water. I'll tell you where I don't want to be, Donna. That, that is in the water, my legs in the water, when there is a whale in the water. I cannot, uh, that, uh-uh, uh-uh. if I was at the middle of the sea and there's just dark water around you. Yep. And you're trying not to look down. Yep. And then suddenly it's like, you feel this long thing grazing across mm-hmm. the bottom of your foot. I'm going to send you this video. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to look yeah. at this. Right off a... Uh, Two years ago. California coast. Avila Beach. Wow. Yeah, is that like near like Catalina or something? Probably. Uh, so Humpback I, overturned their kayak and appeared to nearly swallow them. I, I mean, that's a bummer. If you're like, oh my gosh, look how close this whale is. <laughs> yeah, and I, then you're in the whale's mouth. But wait, the whale? I thought you said a shark's mouth. No, a whale. Did I say shark? You did. I can't be trusted. This is a humpback whale. Hump day, hump on hump day. (laughs) Now, will you watch it? They're okay. Sure, sure. All right, I just put it there. Uh Now, this is uh, a version of radio where I, we listen to Donna watch a video. All right. All right. Uh, Here I go. Uh, This is coming to us from The Guardian. Okay. Kayaker, beautiful mountains in the background, lots of birds. When you see those birds, you know there's a whale nearby. But they want to be near the whale. Right. But that's the telltale sign that, hey, stop what you're doing. Follow the birds. The birds know where the whale is. Whoa. Wow. So, whale just came up out of nowhere, put the entire canoe or whatever that thing is into its mouth and that's where the story ends that's all i can see i just can't i just uh, watching that video just Steve, makes... i don't even want to go knee deep in the ocean because i know there are jellyfish knee deep in the water somewhere got a rib now jimmy buffett nope zach brown there you go together no they did that together oh, you're right 
Donna. Sorry, I blew up. You're like my best friend. Hmm. Ah, I wish I never saw that video. Thanks for that. I'm sorry. You saw it. All right. We're going to take off. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't have enough time to tell you what I was going to tell you. What were you going to say? Oh, the college kids? Yeah, there's a thing about college grads who are just clueless about what it's like to work in a real place with real people. Because they zoomed so much through high school and high school years. I was going to say, like, duh. (laughs) Yeah, like, (laughs) hi. Yeah, even if you don't go through a pandemic. (laughs) Hey, good day, sir. You're bowing to people. No, no, no. Uh, Let's just shake their hands. They're all wearing monocles. Yeah. They're all saying, certainly. Could you point me to the water cooler? I do want to hear the story. So how about you uh, start the next hour off with that? You got it, bro. All right. You're like, so cool. (laughs) Hey, thanks, Donna. Bye, Holly. Hey, see you, Holly. We'll do a a dirt alert coming up next. That story, then a music thing. You're going to love it. Trust me. Mm. Despite this bad TV.